This week on the Push for Legs podcast, we're going to discuss a week in the life of me and Dan. Basically, we open our calendars and show you what we do on a day-to-day basis in our businesses. On three, two, one. Welcome to what I eat in a day. Hey guys, welcome to the Push for Legs podcast with myself, Danny. Or get ready with me. That's what Dan does. And Tom Hall, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Uh, I've never done one of those videos <laughs> in my life, and never will do. So yeah, yeah, if I because you, so Dan gets ready for golf every like every other day, right? So he sends me those his personal ones. So he goes, get ready with me, and then he sends it just straight to just direct message. That's just to me. a, that's just hey, whoops, that's just to rub it. Whoops, in. that was that's, a bit. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's just to rub it in that you don't play golf, mate. Every day, as as I so that's the that's the the reason I do that. So yeah. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start doing it. Get ready with me, triathlon wise. And it's just me getting into like tight shorts. I'd say so you in that sort of tight leotard thing you have to wear when you do. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. So it's just fun. I Signed up for my first one today. My Blenheim. If anybody's come to Blenheim, say hello next year. No one's Fucking... coming. No one's going. Everyone's coming. Like, are you joking? No all my coming. fans. All my fans are going to be there. Be I'd be surprised if anyone turns up. <laughs> well i've got a few clients that are going so they have to be there because uh, they're competing so fuck you now how are you forced them to do triathlon as well just because you are like not uh, everyone wants to do triathlon i'm being forced let you know if she's listened to this sarah i'm being forced by you um basically oh, week that's what's happening i'm weak because uh i needed something to, i needed a challenge and uh yeah I thought it was the smart, the easiest, easiest. No, probably the hardest thing I could do. So completely switch how I train and uh, become a cardio monster. So we're all good then. All good. Got my my new plans. Averaging nine hours of fucking cardio a week. Oh, I don't average. Sick. I don't average nine hours of anything a week. I'm really honest. That's the that's that's, that's predominant. You don't even you... average nine hours of sleep, do you? <laughs> no, definitely not. My week. <laughs> Got my whoop charging. Bad boy. I'm on the I'm on the prowl for uh, my running watch. Asked I did an ask the audience. Everybody was very helpful by giving me about 17 different options of different fucking ones. So thank you very much on my Instagram. Um, yeah, but everybody was very happy that um, my shirt roulette was back. Dan, obviously that's uh, yeah. Biggest engagement yeah. I get, to be fair. So, <laughs> Mate, it's the most interesting part of your day. That, that um, I know that exactly. So, so, that's, you know. that's what's going on. I haven't. Re- I didn't fine. release the last one. Well, I was quite shocked, and you're all fucking racist. Um, I was wearing a green top, and I put. I purposely put. I put an Irish flag on there. Loads of them, fucking Irish. It said Saint Etienne on it. Read the fucking. <laughs> I'm not just that. Can't believe they fell for that one. <laughs> fucking racist. I was like, I'll put Irish. Green classic. Um, yeah, the last one. Um, if you read it, it said Accra. That requires a predetermined knowledge of geography to know where Ghana. Accra is. Ghana, correct. So it was Ghanaian top of some sort. Yeah, fucking weird. Very strange. Just very, very the strange. Shit, the shittest top I have. That one, like in terms of quality of make. Um, it feels like it's just been pr- like I bought it from. Get our tops are for you.com, something like that. And I've just, and it's just literally t shirt print. Well, that is where you get your tops on, isn't it? So brilliant. Um, yeah, if you've got a combine top, you lucky people, that's exactly where I'm from. 
Um, yeah, tops oh. for you. Discount heavy. What is the actual thing you do? The actual place you get it from? Randomsoccertop.com. No, it's called Mystery Kits. Mystery mm. Kits, that's the one. Mystery <clears> kits. Yeah. You can, you can do a subscription. Um, I'm not endorsed in any way, but I do. If, you, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this shirt here. And then that way. In this room, there is literally a whole wall full. So I've actually put a whole wall full of shirts, which I can obviously take on, take on. Um, but yeah, I quite like it. It's good fun. But it's it's for content. So as soon as I put it on content, that's a taxable deduction. So it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Use it for marketing. Smart, <laughs> Thank you. Um, tax deductible. Every day. I know. As soon, soon as it goes on okay. YouTube and Instagram, tax deductible. Thank you very much. Online Smart. marketing account. Um, yeah, real good. <laughs> Yeah, I should probably fine. try. I, I would I would definitely try doing more of that stuff, but I obviously don't need to anymore. But yeah, yeah I needed uh, to. <laughs> yeah. Uh you can't detect tax, Dan, from when you don't pay any. So that's the fact. True. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. I do, so, do still pay some actually, to be fair. So yeah. that's not strictly true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you are married and have a child, so I as I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So renting out our house back home, so that's all. Of course, yeah, that's yeah. The problem. Okay. That's the, so, yeah. the yeah. yeah. Do you still contribute to all the things that you're enjoying and you're getting benefits from. Don't worry. Enjoying what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The UK, right, mate, so. it's a great place to be. It's the UK's amazing place to be. <laughs> I it's love awesome paying. Videos. I love paying all that tax. Love it. Love I saw it. some. I saw, so I saw a video the other day actually from uh, from someone who um, was talking about the UK and the position that the UK is in, all this sort of stuff. And I, I I couldn't believe some of the stats they were coming out with and like the the state of the the country. But apparently, thirty percent of the UK population pay into the system, and seventy percent of people take out of the system as a yeah, net summit net, net kind of flow. Yeah. And he was saying, like, the numbers only go in one direction. He said that the UK, uh, the last year of, of the records, or if it was last 12 months or last year, I can't remember exactly the, the records were, but it lost something. It was in the top three for the amount of millionaires lost to emigration. Oh, wow. He was saying, like, it, it, the numbers are skewing, like, towards 25% to 75% and all this sort of stuff. And he's basically saying how all government in the UK, they're obviously just all all working for the votes of people and he's like the reality is that 70 percent of people taken out of the system they're the ones they're going after because there's more of them to get them power and all this sort of stuff it was like it's a really treacherous position to kind of be in um which is quite interesting actually. i know it's a bit off topic but kind of on topic but yeah it was um it's 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 not and then there was another one i saw probably because the algorithm put me on my explore page and it was one of these ones like, I can't remember what, uh, what the, the radio show is. Is it LBC? Let Britain chat? Let Britain talk? I don't know, it's one like that. Um, and it was someone called in and basically it was like, they were, they emigrated to Germany. And they were basically like, until you leave the UK, you don't realise just what dire straits it's in. And he was just like, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, just bring the tone down to everyone in the UK. By the way. <laughs> it was just, um, it's just some of these stats, you know, when they add up and you start looking at it, I'm like that, that stat about the, the system take, like whether you give in or take out, it's, it's scary. It's scary, scary, scary for the country. But anyway, um, yeah, it was warm though, wasn't it last week? So that's good apparently. So, you know, but, it, but it wasn't, it wasn't time. nice. It wasn't a nice warm. It was too warm. Oh, I can't please you lot. Can't fucking please you lot. Come play out here. I was Come happy, happy out here. that it, 
<laughs> you're playing at like 40 degrees, you're mad. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was too warm. So it rained today and I was quite happy. I know a lot of people that are happy <laughs> when it rains and I'm like, fucking, I can't, can't win. I'm uh, saying that. The best weather in the UK though, let's, let's get it straight. The best weather in the UK is when it's clear, sunny, but in the morning it's about four degrees. And then as the day as the day goes on, it goes up to about 16, 17. Yeah. But it's sunny. Definitely. You need a jumper on. You can wear shorts, but you'd have a jumper on. Best weather in the UK, that is. Best yeah, weather. I think nice and a crisp morning is great. Like uh, joined with your like your first sip of coffee with on yep. that morning. So good. Because for me yeah. in the UK, I didn't mind the cold. It was the sun. I missed I, I love now. I couldn't imagine not having the sun on me. But I don't like the fact it's fucking 40 degrees here. If it was 20 degrees sun on you, it's like you can't beat that. And in the UK, I think that crisp morning, clear evening, but you've had the sun all day with not really any clouds is is small. Yeah. Only because that doesn't that. set off my hay fever in the UK as well. <laughs> it's too hot. You just get sand, sand in your nose, don't you know, mate? So just constant it's sand. <laughs> Mate, I'll take okay, it. Every fucking orifice, Dan has it. He just rinses it out like on a daily basis. Yeah, any hole for sand. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Uh, what's been happening, Daniel? Anything much? Not a lot, mate. To be honest, played a bit of golf, obviously, as you can imagine. Um, yeah, but that's about it. There's really nothing crazy even going on. Just, just get my damn working. Um, just preparing for when you come out, Tom, in, in seven weeks or whatever. It's something stupid. Eight weeks. It's a long way away. But um, just preparing my golf game for that. Biggest tournament of the year for me. Um, yeah. Biggest um, biggest tournament to buy seats every year, mate. Or every 100%. twice a year. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh, you know it. The um, biannual? Biannual means that, two times. Yeah, I think it's biannual. Yeah, biannual. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's not the same as bi-weekly. When somebody goes bi-weekly, that means... Every- Re that's twice a week. Bi-weekly is twice, a, twice week. a week. Fortnightly is every other week. Every two weeks. Is that right? Yeah, it must be. Well, if we just said bi-weekly, bi-yearly, bi-annually. No, it says here bi-weekly is every two weeks. Bi-weekly meaning done, produced, or occurring every two weeks or twice a week. Which one is it? Yeah, stupid. It's ambiguous, isn't it? Horrible term. Don't ever leave a conversation not knowing which one that person means. <laughs> fortnightly, but fortnight is not like normal in like um, is not an Americanism. So I think they say biweekly and never know what happens. No. Occurring twice a week should be semi-weekly. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. Semi-weekly. It would be half a week, wouldn't it? <laughs> Every three and a half days, I'm there. Um, yeah, no, I don't like that. Why is that so good? Why is the English language so shit? <laughs> Twice a week is semi-weekly. I don't believe that's true, but that's in the Collins English Dictionary. I've never heard that, ever. Semi-week. I'm going to start using it now. Semi-weekly. Twice a week. Semi-weekly. <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? That's not happening. No. Definitely not. Um... <laughs> well, we've got an exciting episode, obviously, Dan, um, because obviously we, we decided... Literally, just over. Well, my time has been going for five and a half minutes. So, um, so over ten minutes ago, we decided what to talk about, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about uh, a week in the life of, because we both have similar but not the same jobs. Um, 
in terms of what mm. we do and talking to people and what how we go about things. So we could literally, what I've done, Dan, you can do the same if you want to, but probably not. Um, probably do a check-in week for you. I've got up my calendar because that's how I sort things, magic. And uh, <laughs> with that, and just to, just to see, but I've I've realised that the the colour the coloration I have it on my laptop, I don't really look at my calendar much on my laptop is awful for viewing what it is. So I'm gonna mm. have to change that. But on my Google Calendar on my phone is where I normally view it is absolutely fine. So this blue that I'm using currently, whereas you can't see this, and I'm not gonna show it on the YouTube. Um, but yeah. Just in case, always pick a. So they the 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 font should be white here, not black, because you can't see it very well. That's an annoying thing that people do on Instagram posts, where you can't read the font properly. That's why I do like that outline frame um, around mm. some stuff because you can't see it. That annoys me. I don't want to work to read your shit. No. No. Anyway, um, but one thing I did have to vaguely. I don't think we discussed this, Dan. Is I. I don't know whether it's in Dubai yet, but if it isn't, I'll bring some. Was the large Biscoff chocolate bars, like a big Cadbury Dairy Milk but Biscoff. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Oh, I've had so it before good. in the UK though, before I moved over. It's been really? Yeah. Why did it say new on it? I've never had it. I've had it. Definitely had it. Definitely different then. It must be different because I've definitely had a Biscoff chocolate bar before. Made a by a whole biscoff. big one, chocolate like bar, yeah, big, yeah. Like big as yeah. my head. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and it's incredible. There's like, indeed. there's a, a a chocolate one, chocolate one. Obviously, there's both chocolate. Uh, white chocolate and milk chocolate one. Yeah, white chocolate and milk chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Where have I been living? Fucking hell, so good. Unless yeah. they've redone it and it's brand new again, I don't. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Like so, but it's like chocolate, and then there's like the it's like a inside of biscuit. It's not mm. like scattered around in the chocolate. It's like no, no, yeah. Maybe that's the new bit, but it was definitely um it was definitely maybe it was just the maybe it was a smooth middle. I don't remember having a biscuit through it. Maybe mm. that's the difference. Maybe that's why it's new. So I just remember it being a bar just with literally biscoff with chocolate in it. Like, like but not the biscuit, more just the spread. Mm. Maybe that's the highest So good. Well, I've but, bought yeah. two bars and left in well, closed fridge. So for sure. I'll be uh chowing down on that in a bit lovely lovely um yeah but i was astounded um astounded anyway um <laughs> right um i guess we'll should we go straight into this are we going to talk about um in-person events because ifs ifs that's the one isn't it? international fitness yeah. summit was on summit whatever right. dan was a keynote weren't you I'll never be asked to be a keynote or anything like that. <laughs> worry about Probably it. Not. Wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I just think it's one of those things that mm. I wonder if people actually take stuff from it and they actually apply it. Like I always hear people say, "Oh, it was a great event. It was really, really good, and it was inspiring." And I just wonder how many people are applying that stuff that they learn. And I think there's a lot of that. Um, it's like, almost like that self development porn, isn't it? It's like you feel like you're going and yeah. feel like. Like you're doing something, but are you actually doing anything with it? Are you actually doing anything on the flip side of it? And I think a lot of people get inspired at events. Like, look, we've done an event. We did an event. A lot of the people there are, were our clients or they're, uh, you know, in the members group and stuff like this. And you pick things up from it. Obviously, you were there. Um, you pick things up. But it, it's more a case of like, 
I think people are very quick to be inspired at things like that, but I don't think they're very good at remembering that message weeks after. You know, if you were to ask them three weeks later, what did you pick up from that thing? Well, I can't remember. But yeah, at the time you're ranting and raving about it. Like it was, it was amazing. And I think that there's a lot of events like that. And I just feel like IFS is one of those things where it can be great for you to get some inspiration and motivation. But as you tell all your clients, motivation ain't going to always be there and you can't rely on it and all this sort of stuff. And I just think it's, it's one of those things that's really important to remember that when you leave those events that you come away and go, right, what am I actually doing though? Rather than just going, well, I've been inspired. Great. Been inspired. Brilliant. I get inspired by loads of things, but it doesn't mean I take action on them, you know, going forward. Um, and I feel like that people, who, the, the type of people who go to those events get addicted to that feeling. And I can think of a few people off the top of my head who, who I've worked with one-on-one, who I feel like have this, this need for that inspiration. I can think of one, one in particular who's finished work. I mean, I worked for about three months or something. So, and I could tell that he wasn't, he was almost getting bored with what I was saying because it was like, be consistent, keep up with the message. He wasn't being inspired on a bi-weekly basis, um, fortnightly basis. On his check-ins, he wasn't getting inspired by this amazing speech and all this sort of stuff. And he was the kind of person who would then post on Instagram that he'd been at this amazing event and he was like lit up with inspiration. And then four weeks later, still nothing happened. And, and it's one of those things where I think that you have to be careful that you're not someone who's just getting addicted to that feeling of being inspired and going to these events and, like I said, the it's almost like the self-development porn rush of that. And it's like, mm, no, nah, it's not actually doing anything for you. You actually need to do shit. Um, and, and I just noticed that a lot of people who are very successful in online coaching, online business, don't go to those events. That's what I've noticed. It, and, and that's not having to go anyone who has been. You know, it might be the catalyst you need to be inspired and go. But what I know is that anyone who is anyone and doing good things doesn't bother going. They get asked to speak at them potentially, but they don't. They wouldn't go to it if they weren't asked to speak. And I sometimes think that's a bit of a telltale sign: is where are those people hanging out? Well, they're doing the work they need to be doing behind a computer screen in their office, not around other people getting distracted by these fucking grand ideas and needing to be inspired. For example, right? Um, yeah, I just think that it was just an observation um, that I think a lot of people sometimes feel like they need that inspiration, and I just don't think they do at all. I think it's more about Again, Could you imagine if you if in our check-ins we had to try and inspire on a weekly or fortnightly imagine. basis? How tired we would be, like trying to be like, yeah, trying to psych somebody yeah. up. Because at the end of the day, we can probably say something to trigger that, but that's certainly not our like gun ho personality. And if it is, you've only got seven clients because that's the only amount of like energy you could probably fucking muster up you're gonna have like a, a low check-in you try and muster yeah. up that fucking energy for like five to ten minutes yeah sure but you're like all right guaranteed you can't keep that same emotive language all the way through and it's like that um it's just that it's, things, it's not even it's not even like, useful though it's not useful yeah. at some point you need be to all be like told. cliches and fucking you're like yeah. oh great okay cool at some fine. point you need to be told to to stop fucking around and do the work in a non-positive way, like, and, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, I just think it's, it's just interesting. Um, and, and like I said, I'm sure these events are great, but it, it does, it, I do sometimes feel like they attract the same type of person. Yeah. 
I mean, like, so we've definitely been to Body Power. I've definitely been to the, I can't remember the ones are now. Um, but yeah, I wasn't there. I didn't want to go to Brighton. Um, been to Brighton this year. Take that. Um, so I can't imagine I would take, because in theory, like, I should be there market right and i've just got no i didn't i didn't even realize it, it was on it was only because like i have a couple of clients who are speaking there i was like all right they're cool crack on i was like i didn't know that was on cool have fun uh i guess yeah. um but i don't yeah i certainly wouldn't go and like that i don't i can't think i took some notes at your event but that was because it was a, like applicable to what i was about to do probably for the, the back end of this year um and then I can't think of like the last time I see like in-person events. I'm thinking like events, not courses, because I've certainly done fucking a million fucking courses that I've applied certain things, but not like a, where there's like a panel and stuff like that. And it's just about discussion and talks. And um, mm. yeah, I think I find it a very rare scenario to have applied based things. Normally that's the behind some sort of, go see them later, go catch up with that person's content. You might feel like you resonate with that person. Cool. And then go find what they do and how they sell their shit afterwards. That would be my advice if you were to go to, but I think it, it takes like, maybe it's for networking. Maybe you go to the after parties. That's about it. Um, try and start yeah. strike off a conversation that's there, but then I don't yeah. know. Is there, an, is there that kind of, cause it's very much sit, talk, listen, do you interact with the other people? I didn't that much. Uh, I don't know. It's not like you went on a course, you're forced to do like paired and team and group work where you have to talk mm. to the person next to you because you're going to assess their squat or whatever. Um, or make them blow into a balloon. That's my uh, what other course I did. Lollipop sticks on it? The lollipop stick course. Right on. Oh, fucking, yeah. Bullshit. PRI, that's the one. Um, <laughs> fucking so many I can't when I went through my whole rehab phase so many fucking acronyms in rehab fuck me they love, a, they love an acronym they love an acronym they love a fucking course rehab fucking love a course Jesus Christ there's a new course every week for rehab like oh this is the best way to make your knee bend better fuck off like just stretch it and crack on oh you should be holding this isometric hold for two seconds longer. Fuck off, mate. Um, that's boring. Yes, yes, I've done FMS or whatever the FMS one, FMS two. What's the what's the physiotherapy one? I did that one? CSFMA, PRI, FRC. It's got to be something else. I'm also qualified in. Fuck that. They're all, all the same thing. You got all the numbers. You got all the numbers on the end. All, all the, the accreditations. Yeah. Whoa. I, do Tom I use Hall, any A B C D no. E F G H I J K Oh, that pisses me off. When uh, I've seen this, I've stumbled across a few of those on Instagram bios and stuff like that. And they've left there. I'm like, no one cares. No one cares. Literally Both me and you have got master's degrees. No one fucking gives a shit. Like... Not one. I, I, I think this the other day, you know, I saw the whole like post GCSE A level thing comes out online. People say, oh, don't worry yeah. about them and all that sort of stuff. That's the one thing I wish. If I could, if I could have a really boring glimpse into the future at any one point in my into my life, it would have been at that exam period and at the end of my uni for someone to turn around and show me how how many times I've been asked to show my my university certificate to anyone. Not a single fucking person has asked to ever see my master's degree <laughs> certificate ever. And like, 
It is the it is the most overrated. And uh, did you see Gary Neville come out with a, a, a thing about the GCSE Nables? It was a little clip I saw on it on Instagram, and it was literally him saying like the system is broke. He's like, no one needs to memorize stuff for two years to sit an exam for two hours. Like, there's that doesn't happen in the real world. Like, no one gives a shit. He's like, I'd rather see that someone had improved over a two year period and improved their coursework, taken on feedback, adapted. You know, improved. Like someone going from an F in their coursework through to an A in two years is more impressive to me than someone getting an A on their exam because they've got a good memory. He was like, yeah. it's ridiculous. And and it's so true, isn't it? It's that whole thing of like, I, I think the whole system is, is broke because you look at our uni stuff. Yeah, it opens doors and, you know, you say you got a degree, but no one actually cares. No one actually has ever asked to see that from of mine, ever. The only, the only thing, the only certificate I've had to show in the last six months 12 months to anybody, level three <laughs> to send my, to so the gyms allowed me to come and train in there. And I did say to them, I was like, oh, I've got my, my master's degree. I can, you, do you want that? Because I knew, I knew exactly where that certificate was. Like I've got those like on saved on here. I couldn't remember where fucking level three bullshit was. Um, and they were like, no, 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 we have to see the level three. I was like, uh, <laughs> what? think that's better than that no 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 we have to see the level three all right cool i'll go get that one and said so, uh, luckily dan because there was a period that i were you in the same boat as me we never did it i uh, never did it yeah yeah so because I, I had to but i just sat the exam <laughs> um because obviously there was a there was a weird thing because i was teaching it um apparently i had to have it oh shock so I had to sit there for like 20, 30 minutes and do the exam. Uh, slightly annoying, wasn't it? Unlearn Jesus. something. <laughs> I was like, fuck's sake. So it's very funny that like my master's degree says like 2012, but my uh, level three personal trainer is like 2021. Why wouldn't it be? So it's fine. All right. Um, we're going to get a dive into some... Uh, stuff i guess um we're gonna do a week in the life of um mm. we're already 20 minutes in we haven't talked about anything um but yeah i bought one of these clocks as well Dan. i thought it was a cool idea but why does everyone keep having them like why do i keep seeing them? what's so special about these clocks Talk I, don't to know, why that one? I don't know why this one but it's just in case the ai and alexa because essentially she's gonna speak to me essentially alexa is a glorified uh cooking timer that's all yeah. she does Cooking timer and plays Spotify. That's about it. <laughs> Tells me the weather every morning. I can look outside. Thanks. Thanks, Alexa. It also says it on the front of my phone. Um, but yeah, one of the most pointless things in the world, Alexa. Who uses her to her full capability? Anyway, um, yeah, we obviously obviously bought this just in case the AI from Alexa decides to take over the world so we can have a manual one. But no, I saw this is again. This is a productivity wanking, isn't it? Like, oh, if you put this in front of you, I'm going to do deep work. You know how many times I've used it, Dan? This is the first time. Oh, good. Yeah. So uh, time yeah. the podcast. <laughs> to time the yeah. fucking podcast. Because normally I start it on my phone, uh, like a timer on my phone to make sure that we don't run over. We always do. Um, but yeah, that's basically what I bought it for. If I'm really honest, I've used it to time the podcast. <laughs> but apparently, we're going to use a, a, a cooking timer for deep productivity work. Um, guess what happens? I just like, for example, on a Saturday. Deep work, didn't need a timer. I just worked for fucking four hours because I was into it. Uh, 
That's what happens. Yeah. I, I just I just yeah. didn't stop until it's, I was it's, like it's another it's another yesterday. Whole yesterday I sent two hundred messages to people on fucking Instagram. Guess what? Yeah. Didn't put a timer on. I didn't. I just did it until it was complete. <laughs> it's this whole thing of like this. It's like I said to you. It's this whole. It's like the self development shit all over yeah. again. It's just a whole. Like, oh, if I get time, I'll be better. No, you won't. You won't. No, you, won't. you might no, be for a week. No. You might be for a week. If you can't do that and you don't care about your work enough, <laughs> you won't be able to do it. It's that straightforward. It's oh. like Parkinson's law as well. It's like Parkinson's law thing. Like, okay. If you sit there with a timer for 30 minutes, but you know you've got the whole day, it won't make a fucking difference. Yeah, exactly. Like, you need like, to, mm. like, that's why I, that's why I, we'll talk about this, I suppose, in a minute in a weekly breakdown. Yeah. It's why I bunch work together. Like, if I have calls, I bunch them together. So like, I can't overrun on my call. Or if I have a call and I have an hour gap and I have to do four check-ins, I have an hour to do those four check-ins and I have to do them in that hour, right? Rather than go, well, I've got four check-ins to do the rest of the day. I'll just take the time with them, like I always do. Because that's inevitably what happens with people. They leave things at the last minute. And you have to be really, really strict on yourself. It's not something that you have um, inbuilt really, really easily. But I just feel like those things only work if you actually have something to stop for. Well, you don't need the time in there, do you? Because you stop. <laughs> I just think it works for a week. It works for a week or it works for, and I see people post it on Instagram. Do you know that the, this is the thing that winds me up? Uh, I'm going to go off on it. Winds me up on Instagram. No. It's when people <laughs> take a picture. So people take a picture of them going, about to do loads of good, loads of hard work. Tell you what, do it then. <laughs> don't take a picture. Just do the hard work. Like it's that whole, like, you have to tell people what you're doing. And like, my whole thing with it is like, if you actually were working that hard and you were that into it, you wouldn't post Instagram stories, but you've thought, you know, oh, I wish I'd never shown you this clock, mate. Fuck. Yeah. Me. Fuck. <laughs> no, but it winds me up. But it does wind me up because people who are genuinely busy, do you know what they do? They don't post on Instagram stories about it. They just go on. So yeah, there we go. Anyway, we're 24 yeah. minutes now, so <laughs> But yeah, you get my point. Oh, fuck me. It annoys me. It's like, no. I can do it anyway. My week. Do you know what my week looks like, Tom? Here we go. My week. I'll break. Right, should we, should we give? So should we give you six more. minutes or a minute? Go on a day. Then, six minutes. Right. So, so my week. <laughs> my checking weeks. This is what my checking weeks kind of look like. So basically, Monday I play golf. Monday morning, half six tea time. I'm usually home by half ten. Um, showered by eleven, and then I have an hour to do some admin. I then have calls from 12 until 5. Uh, so this Monday, if you haven't had a, had a consultation call at 2 o'clock, but I have a, two, a gap at 2 o'clock for a consultation call if I need one. Usually a good time for you to do one. And then sometimes I have a call as well at 5 till 6 if I have a sales call with someone. But yeah, pretty much 12 till 6. Uh, sorry, 11 till 6 there, a bit of admin. 11 till 6 that day. I take them Monday evening, do a bit of content potentially, all that sort of stuff. But this is a check-in week, so I don't usually do that. I just chill. Tuesday, I then have check-ins from 8 a.m., through till 6 p.m. It was a long day. And I then have an hour break before I do the podcast with Tom at 7, which is, then leads me to about 9. And then I get an early night because Wednesday morning I have golf again at half 6 in the morning where I play until about half 9, food or whatever with the lads, whatever, blah, 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 back home by 11. And then I literally have check-ins from 11 all the way through till 7 that day. And then I relax in the evening uh then thursday i have check-ins from 8 a.m to 6 p.m again sometimes i train in the morning if i have enough time but i haven't done that for about four months because i've been too busy with work uh might do a little bit of content in the evening if i need to but uh and then fridays i then have uh soon i'll be having golf all day 
I'll be doing two rounds a day because I'm cool. Um, but at the moment, I just have uh, tea time at about 3 p.m. So I do my work from 9 until 12 in the morning um, where I catch up on any late check-ins, any work that needs to be done. I then have golf in the afternoon. Saturdays then off. And then Sundays, I do admin content creation from 9 in the morning till 12. If Mike's in Dubai, we'll work together, have breakfast, do some admin and shit, maybe till one-ish. Um, do bits of admin and stuff like that. And then if I have my non-checking weeks, which is what I do then every other week, so then a fortnight, everything remains the same except Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Instead of doing check-ins, I have calls with certain clients who are doing really, really well and they have calls every month. Those calls are from three until six. And then in all the other times around that, I'm just doing content creation, YouTube videos with Mike, email writing, diary this year writing, and all my content. So I do my content in one week, which then serves for the week after. And we also have Gordon do loads of our content for us. So we outsource elements of that, which makes life easier. So that's it pretty much. So my only real days to myself is Saturday and then half of Friday, obviously I'll play golf and soon I'll be doing all day Friday golf. So any late check-ins will just basically be ignored in the future. That's something we're putting in place as a boundary because that happens more than you think. And it shouldn't with coaches, fuck me. Um, and then Sunday we do a little bit of, of admin and content because Sunday's a great day because we don't get bothered by our clients because it's a day off for them, but we can do loads of work, which is why I prefer to do golf on like a Friday and then do all that sort of shit. So yeah, that's it. Four minutes. Nice and easy. But um, there's not really an hour that's not accounted for within my week, um, essentially. Like we we just account for all our work hours within that. Um, and like I said, we bunch calls together, bunch things together to make life easier. Yeah. How interesting. Mm-hmm. so yeah another thing as well in those from eight until six i do about 25 check-ins um and i get coaches say to me i can't do 10 in a day it's like mm, you can't you're just not very efficient well, <laughs> yeah you can you literally can um but again it's up to people how they want to split their days up right some people like to do something every day if they do monday through friday they might do 10 check-ins each day some people might do two days of 25 each day and just have two days of check-ins it's up to you and how it works we just found what works for us um yeah with that but yeah so uh yeah that's kind of my week i'm usually up pretty much 7 a.m every day i don't really do lines anymore um obviously days i have golf i'm up really early but then even on weekends on saturdays i'm up at half seven eight it's just not a thing anymore lions so i go to bed early lovely obviously that is the yeah. life of a online business owner essentially yeah yeah really really exciting yeah. <laughs> um yeah you did that managed to do that in like four to four to six minutes no yeah i told you no, in other words five minutes um that's probably that um yeah i'm not too sure i'm gonna be able to do this because my, mine mine tends is a little bit more i guess because of i'm adhering to other people a little bit more um it has to be slightly more flexible, but it still holds true in a lot of the fucking things that Dan just said. So I guess that we can class ourselves as relatively successful fit pros um, within the field. I'd imagine. Can we say that? We're still in the fucking game 10 years in, so I assume so. Mm, somewhat um, successful, yeah. Somewhat successful. Um, so my week, a normal kind of fucking week. All right, so I wake up at 6 a.m. every day um 
pretty much. Um, so just to bear in mind that I also I still coach people in person and obviously have stuff online. Okay, so there's I have split time. So just to prove that people can possibly do it, um, I just want to total up. So this week, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So I probably average about 20 one-to-one sessions per week. Okay. So and I I I do them from 6:45, and my cutoff point is one o'clock in the afternoon. I do not train anybody past that cutoff point. So you can imagine, just like Dan said, he likes to chunk everybody together. How many clients? So five a day on average between basically seven and one. So seven to 12 is five hours. So you could probably do the maths. There's probably a scattering of 15 minutes or half an hour breaks within that kind of spectrum. And I do have a like a run over, like just in case somebody needs to flex into like an afternoon. But I tend to do that on only a Friday afternoon and say that they can book in there just in case they don't want to do anything else. Um, but yeah, basically five sessions each day. So actually today I own, I did today. I did five. Perfect. Bang on. I did, I did literally that day, six forty-five until one. Um, no, I did, I did, I did six forty-five. Yeah. Six forty-five until one. Um, bang on. Um, at the moment, obviously my triathlon training is taking president. So, I have to write in where I'm it's taking what president or yeah, it's a it's a president. What what you, what was I meant to say? Is that not that what is that Pre- precedent? President <laughs> is that a, is that a uh, that's a uh, like one of those slips right? Um... Well, We're talking about Joe Biden before. That's why I, I was like, I'm not sure you said president. I was like, uh, president. <laughs> Anyway, it's taking control of my life. Um, yeah, so I'm having to write them in. So I can I can't really like that's that's literally fitting around work more than anything else. But I'm trying to do it like mm. so it's like blocking out an hour to two hours each day, depending on and then obviously the right carryover on the Saturday and Sunday because I would get that more free. So okay, so one to one coaching is yeah from six forty five until uh, one, um, and then I will probably either commute home grab something but bear in mind i've already done five hours of work one at a time um then so on a monday is email writing content stuff and then uh more than likely youtube edit stuff um tendency to be um tuesday i tend to literally do a lot of instagram kind of replies and crap like that so i tend to do that throughout the week so actually it f- fuck off alexa so between 3 and 4 p.m. every fucking day in my – so after I've had my hour kind of chilling and doing whatever is Instagram or, like, YouTube or whatever, any kind of responses, like emails or blah, blah, blah. That's an hour every single day from 3 till 4. If it doesn't take an hour, it doesn't take an hour. That's fine. Um, if it does, it's, it's fine also. But I'd encourage people, and it's the biggest thing when I start working with people, like mentorship capacity in terms of – outreach time because that's the the main point it's just like all right can we actually respond to some of the fuckers you don't have to be on their back and call just put it in your day that you probably respond to them 
whether that be clients, they also get a response on the, between three and four most of the time. I know a lot of businesses do that kind of thing, don't they? They have like open window time where you can go on to fucking chats and Slack and ask questions. We certainly had at the PTC. It was like, ask mm. questions during this time. So I use that three till four. Um, so on the Tuesday, obviously got podcasting, which is 4.30 until I die with Dan. And then I might do a little bit of YouTube editing after this, but probably not. I need to go for a run. Um, Wednesdays tends to be um, the YouTube recording. So any content recording uh, is Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, uh, my check-in days. So those are spread over from, so at the moment, actually Thursday, I tend to stop coaching at, so so I go for a swim in the morning at the moment from 11 till one. And then I come back um, after that. So you can see how wedged my other days tend to be. And then check-ins are from 1 p.m. till kind of 5, 6 p.m. <clears throat> and then Friday, I will do any kind of check-ins I don't manage to get done on the Thursday because I can rattle through them because I'd say my check-in, because the mentorship guys I get to have a call with, so they'll block into wherever the calls go into throughout my week where there's space. Um, and then Fridays, I can just stumble over any check-ins that don't get done um, and try and wrap things up. But I do instead of Dan's Sunday, I do Saturday morning, which is all programming. Um, so just on the basis of most of my guys, are, are maybe I'm going to put it out there. I probably have to be a little bit more flexible than Dan does with his programming. So there might be changes like week to week changes that I make for people. So programming, all of that shit gets done from nine or eight, eight to nine, depending on when I fucking get up between eight and nine until midday on a Saturday. So I do that now. So it feels like you get ahead of the week, basically. And I can make any changes that people have fucked up on um, throughout that week. And yeah, late check-ins. That is something that I do. I did, I, I feel like that was common sense. Um, if you haven't got your check-in and all your check-ins need to be done by Wednesday, Wednesday night, I ain't looking at it. Uh, you can send it to me, but I'm probably not going to look at it. I'll give you like a a text response or something like that. So, and I'll be like, I'll catch up with this next week. Um, yeah. So it's, I don't know whether it's brutal, but I'm like, mm, I always get my check-in back to you. Oh, I, 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 just on that, I'm at a real, um, me and Mike get back and forth on this all the time. Hmm. There's part of me, which thinks now I work with coaches. If you didn't get your check-in on time, like you ain't getting one. Like, because you're a coach, you know how annoying it is. You know what it says huh. about your desire. You know what it says about your, all this sort of stuff. But also we do fortnightly check-ins. So it's kind of like, well, actually you're not going to hear from us then for two weeks. So it's kind of like, you know, it would have been yeah. four weeks till you've had some sort of feedback. So I'm always caught in two minds with it. And I think I'm definitely earing more towards the, if you don't get checking in, you ain't getting anything done. Because for example, that Friday for me, that Friday morning is my, it's technically my free time, really. Like I, I treat my Fridays and Saturdays and my weekends. Sundays I actually do more work and, and chill out a little bit more there. But if I, if I earmark that time, I want to enjoy my Friday and I get one week, eight people checking late. Well, not only have I allotted that time free on those days during the week, you're now eking into my free time. What is that yeah. fair? Knowing that you could have got your checking in, you can get your checking in three days early for all I care. That's fine by me. And I always explain to the people it's like um it's like the bin men when they come around. Get your bin out early, it gets taken. Go out late, it ain't getting taken until two weeks' time. It's just the way it is. You know that. And I feel that 
I get really frustrated with it because I think if I was working with more people from a fat loss training point of view, the check-ins are a little bit, um, dare I say, a little bit easier. I think they're a little bit less involved, a little bit more of a case of sometimes I like, stick with the program. And, and I, I don't I don't mind it too much because everyday people have got busy lives. I get that because yeah. it's something that they enjoy, something they're trying to work on. But I kind of feel like with a coach, it's your business. Like This is your livelihood. And you can't even record a 15-minute video and get it to me within the day that you should be getting it done, sent to me. To me, it's like I can't get past that fact of like the clients that do very, very well for us and the ones that don't miss check-ins. They just don't. It's that straightforward. Like people know that when it comes to training and fat loss. I've had yep. many a client, fat loss client, occasionally giving the odd check-in late and they get great results. The best coaches to get the best results to get their checking in every single week on time. And I don't even have to prompt them. You know, some coaches go, oh, I just forgot. That's fine. The coach is doing Ow. 15, 20k months. They don't forget. <laughs> they don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, it, and it's kind of one of those ways. It's like, well, okay, I know now where your priorities are at. Because if I had a check-in to do for someone, I set a reminder on my phone. My calendar is littered with reminders, events. This podcast reminder has been in my phone for fucking however many years. 7 p.m. podcast. Every fucking week. Every fucking week. I don't, we don't miss it. No. I don't miss it. I, and I just find it, I just can't get my head around it. So part of me wants to just do it as a bit of a, maybe they'll then realise that they don't get checking and then they'll be more on time with it. Maybe because they know that I'm going to reply to it on Friday. They go, oh, it doesn't matter. I reply to it on Friday. It's not a problem. Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe I need to take that away. So that's something we're, we're opening our own about. Because I, I genuinely think that it, it, it it's disrespectful to a, to a point in my yeah. opinion, to, to kind of, to kind of do that. Um, yeah, it, it's, yeah. I, I, I think part of me thinks we should have a lot of time and I can't afford it, but I feel like I already do in my week. I lock the time for your check-in. Like I said, get it in three days early. It's fine by me. Um, yeah, it's painful. It's, it's one of the big, biggest bugbears of online coaching, the biggest issues with that. So yeah, who knows? Pretty much, yeah. As I have like that, because obviously I'm Thursday afternoon from one till yeah finish essentially, and then Friday I have that kind of layover time, so I don't make any promises. I I always go like I might get I might be able to look at this on Friday. That will literally be it. I'm like, but you didn't get it in on. You know, I start at one o'clock on Thursday. Some people yeah. like put give it to me on. There's really apologetic people who give it to me on like a Thursday morning but they know I normally do my check-ins in the afternoon. So it's okay. Um, and then my carry over onto the Friday. So, cause I'm reasonably quick with my check-ins as well. Cause I do that kind of, I look for everybody's stuff as well on a Saturday. So just quickly for, yeah. for a lot of people's cause I'm doing, cause I'm doing programming constantly um, and changing things. It's okay. Um, I don't have that just like, there's your 15 minutes or 20 minutes. That I'm going to look at your work. I'm probably going to look at your work twice um more than likely so i have that kind of yeah layover onto the thursday friday saturdays when i do mainly online client work so mm. yeah but it's interesting it's interesting all those days i'd say a lot of people won't want to work those hours they probably like fuck all right well that's a, that's a relative but i'd imagine if we both looked at our each of our calendars um yeah It'll be similar in the respect that they're all chunked together and then big yeah. blocks where we're doing certain things 
like big blocks and, for like business work and content work and whatever, and then lots of little meetings is what mine yeah. looks like essentially. Uh, yeah, and like and we always bunch our meetings together. Me and Mike always always have done, um, which makes sense, right, from that point of view. But yeah. it's even those weeks where, like I said, on those Tuesdays, Wednesdays, we're down on check-ins. Where, so let's say I do calls from three till six, three till half six sometimes. That. They're the days, they're the, they're the weeks I go to the gym more, for example. So I go to the gym Tuesday morning, Thursday morning. So I might get back at about half 10 ish. But then I'm like, well, half 10, no, 10, 10, usually. I'm a bit there a bit earlier. 10, half 10, finish till three. I'm doing admin. Like I'm doing emails. I'm doing all the content that needs to be written up, all those things, sales pages, automations, whatever needs to be done. People don't understand how much work you do. There's no, there's no way they understand that. They, they couldn't comprehend it. And, and the people that always say they don't have time, I'm like, bullshit like absolute bullshit it's it's people waste so much time um because i still have a day and a half off a week and i play golf you could argue that's that's off as well which i agree it is off but i make up for it by working till six seven at night and i do eight or six yeah. days and all sort of stuff right but my actual off time is is really because away from golf as well is, is a day and a half i could work harder i could work that day and a half I could. I know I could work harder. And I see, and I regularly say that. So when I see people who've got like a quarter of the amount of clients I've got, I'm like, mm, you're not really working that hard then, are you? Like, um, but this isn't calling them out in that from that point of view, but it's also more a point of we've been doing this now for like eight, nine years. And it's more a case of like we're doing more hours now at eight, nine years, which you'd think you'd be able to do less hours, which you arguably we could. We could do less hours if we wanted to, and all that stuff, but we're driven and yeah. It's those people who come in after a year and be like, oh, I just want to be able to have my afternoons off. And I'm like, fuck me. Like, remember at Third Space, <laughs> we were like, came in, we were doing like every hour of God sends, got up to the biggest hours we could get up to. And then we started saying to our clients, right, I'm not doing afternoons anymore, only doing mornings. Yeah. I remember my calendar was 6 a.m., uh, 6.30 was the earliest we could start, 6.30 a.m. start until 2 p.m. Pretty much solid with clients. Hour gap here and there, half an hour gap maybe. Train, go home. That was literally our day. And I, I'd rather do the eight hours between that than, yeah. than carry over into the evening. A lot of trainers would just do anything and do everything. It was the, it's the, the arrogance of coaches to assume that after six months, they're going to have their kind of, I don't want to do evenings. You've just qualified. What the, f- the fuck do you mean? No, you spend every hour God sends in there. We were there Saturday mornings. I remember being there Saturday mornings. You were there all day Sundays. You were there. I Sunday remember, I built my business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sundays you built your business on a Sunday, literally. And like, you know, your Sunday was probably half your week's sessions. I remember it. I did. did yeah, I think session. I did like six to eight sessions every week on a fucking Sunday, just so I could like back off on one of the other days during the week. But I was just like, fuck it. And people were complaining that you know, they weren't getting busy. And I'm like, yeah, I can come and on a Sunday. I'm the only we, coach here. We so. were. So I remember. <laughs> I remember when. I remember people complaining that they weren't busy, and me and you started at the same time, same month. And we were like, wanted to break the the first month record because we were like, we wanted to be the, that that guy. Guess what we did for the first month. What did we do? Did we did we did we only come in for the hours we had clients in, or did we spend every pretty much every waking hour there? We spent pretty much every waking hour there, right? Did we or did we not get the best first months anyone's had? Well, at the time, had within business that that they knew of. Yes, at the time, yeah. Now yeah, it's the like time. they get like fucking free sessions galore now. Yeah. So we d- we did what? We I think we did between sixty and seventy sessions in our first month. Yeah. Um, each. I knew I never wanted to do more than 100. I knew I was capped at about 80, 90, whatever it was. I mean, it wasn't, wouldn't be able to do that anymore, would I? Um, I, I, knew I was, <laughs> get, get, get five for that, Ben. Get yeah, five, get five for, for that now. Um, <laughs> but it's just, the, it's just the whole arrogance as well of like of people wanting to, like I hear about coaches wanting to make their check-ins quicker and they've got 20. I'm like, 
what do you want to eat your chickens quicker for? There's nothing. Like, yeah, it just baffles me when people, I know people have got, I know other people have got 80, 90 chickens. How many have I got? 80, 86? I've got eight, yeah. So it's a, and, and about, I say, what, 12 of those? It's about 70, because some of those are on calls. 70 chickens. So it's about, yeah, 25, 25, 20. My Wednesday day is 20, other two days, Tuesday, Thursday, 25. I'm like, and they're longer chickens than fat loss and, and, and nutrition because it's more in-depth. Yeah. So I just find it odd. I just find it very, very odd when it comes to that. And people have different priorities and all this sort of stuff, and I, and I get that. But I do want to see some people's weekly calendars and go, right, what you, what, where you're at and what you're doing. Um, because people want the balance before they're prepared to put the work in. But I think sure. uh, hopefully that kind of lays out, like, if anybody finds that useful, obviously, I just thought it was, it's always interesting to just, I think people enjoy looking at other people's shit basically um just, yeah and knows you in the fact of like oh what they're doing oh cool and they might look at one of our calendars and like fuck that's a mess and you're like yeah it's a, it's a nice mess but it, <laughs> it tends to do stuff so it just shows you how we divide our time obviously you're devoted to completely online but it's still the same the same thing applies like i still have an online business and i i don't commit as much time to it as i do in person but i earn probably five times the amount I do in person than I do in line. So it's kind of like, all right, the, the time is spent like around that. So and obviously I'm building certain things online, but it's also that takes some like admin costs. So it's just, yeah. It's yeah. where that, where the money is most as well, but obviously it's more scalable top if you do that. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. People need to stop paying me for doing one-to-one and fuck off then. So yeah, that's, and I spend even more time there, but yeah, I tend to work to people. I I start work at fucking six forty five, and yeah, it is six o'clock now. So yeah, we're on a twelve hour day. All good. All fine. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I just, I mean, I did my first check in. In fact, let me actually double check. Let me literally get the exact timestamp from the email I sent. Bear in mind, I was started. <laughs> the first update I sent today was at eight seventeen a.m. So 8 a.m. And it is currently now in Dubai, two minutes past nine in the evening. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast. So it's like, yeah, oh, I can't do content. Well, I've just done a podcast for an hour and a half. So after the a few AI, just flip it up and yeah. off you go. Oh. Easy. <laughs> but yeah, so today I did what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 22 check-ins so yeah two were late so it's 24 yeah it's bang on one didn't need one because he just died so yeah you know it's, it's that's what's required like to to build to be to be at that level and to be at that point um don't get me wrong like when i first started i couldn't have done that many because of no. efficiency wouldn't be as good and all that sort of stuff. No chance. And like, I, I tell you, like in terms of struggles, in terms of the week, um, the stuff that I find hard to kind of nail down and I feel like disruptive, check-ins are fine. They're kind of like automatic, boom, boom. It's all very laid out, set in stone. One-to-one sessions are absolutely fine. Programming, I don't mind because I based off that, based off the test results or whatever, what people have been doing and their goals. I know exactly what phase they're going into, what they should be. It's all the content shit which why I invested in mentorship again um, and all of that outreach stuff is the thing I struggle with. 
And it's definitely the stuff that is not in my comfort zone. My comfort zone is dealing with clients, not onboarding and doing that kind of shit and outreach and stuff like that. That's why I like mm. struggle or procrastinate, 100%. But that's why I also have to put it in my fucking diary to fucking do it. Um, just like running, just uh, I've got to go for a run after this. So even though my whoops telling me not to, um, and doing all oh, that. Don't go, stuff. can't go, can't go, can't go. <laughs> I know it's already said my strain, whatever my strain score is, like twelve or whatever. So I, I was only recovered to like thirty six yesterday, thirty six percent. Hey, awful. That's what whoop, whoop does not like me waking up early and not sleeping very much. Um, but anyway, yeah. So hopefully people have enjoyed that. Um, we're going to give people two two follows, right? We're at fifty minutes, Dan. We're well over fifty minutes. I started to say well over. Late, yeah. but, oh my god! Yeah. Like I, I can't stop watching this guy. Uh, it's like my guilty pleasure. He's called Coach Carnivore Cam, and his reels sometimes pop up on my explore page because I think because I've watched a few of them. Like they sent, they sent to me regularly on on the, on the suggested posts. He's this guy who's doing the carnivore diet. And he, and he basically just eats mints, eggs, and cheese, and chicken. And, like, he tries to do, like, these things where he's, like, how to do a takeaway on a carnivore diet. And he basically, like, rings up five guys and orders four patties and eats them. And I'm like, that's cost you, like, 20 quid. Like, just... And he did it on Miller and Carter. He did a Miller and Carter as well, takeout order. It's just a steak. <laughs> obvious um but he does this whole thing like he did like a carnivore carnivore diet chicken and bacon salad just chicken and bacon in a bowl with mayonnaise like how to do mexican food on a carnivore diet and he just literally gets like load of mints load of cheese in a bowl with these chicken crisps like nachos it's like no it's not nachos at all i can't stop watching it it's that bad i can't stop watching it he's called coach carnivore cam and okay, he gets yeah. so much hate in the comments because he doesn't even look like he lifts. And you know he's doing the whole like bigger, stronger, like carnivore, like and it's just hilarious. I can't I not love, watch it. I love the comments on, on the Mexican one. Uh, yeah. I just you deserve to, you deserve to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just like worst thing. How to, to do fish and chips. How to do fish and chips oh. on a carnivore diet. It's just fish, like with bacon. <laughs> Carnival diet quiche. Like it, you've got to watch it. It's the way he stands there, looking so gormless, holding his food as well. It's just brilliant. Like uh, you've got, to, you've got to go. Don't follow him because obviously, like you get fed up pretty quick. But it's just the way that every he comes up with every single recipe. He's like, how to do this on a carnivore diet, and it's just burgers or mince with cheese on. <laughs> like that's all he can eat. It's just brilliant. So yeah, I just find it quite funny. Basically. Mate, he's got kettlebell and sled hit workouts powered by carnival yeah, diet. He knows it. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah, brilliant. Increase your weight on the sled by 10 kilo every round. Classic programming. Carnival yeah. bread. Carnival bread. Unbelievable. How's how is what? Yeah. There must be some uh, brains just, in there somewhere. It just makes me laugh, like this whole thing is uh he made um he made fajita wraps once and he just basically it was like an omelet. It was like a it was like an egg. Oh well, yeah, like the, the Mexican thing was an yeah, omelet. It's like, like, come on, mate. Like, <laughs> like well, I uh, think Mexican carnival enchiladas with an omelet. So 
Fuck off. Just eat a rat, mate. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, I just, my, it's my guilty pleasure. And I don't know why I really like watching it, but I just do. Hey, I can't he is, stop. He is the UK's number one carnival coach. So I remember mm-hmm. that that ranking mm-hmm. and that poll coming out. I was in that boat. I was in the panel. So he got my vote. So pretty, yeah, that was the word. That was it. How to do a barbecue on a carnival diet? Well, that's not hard, is it? <laughs> <laughs> just, just somebody trying to put a lettuce on there. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh mate, love uh... him. He's good. All right. Um. So that's a, a probably a, not a follow, but certainly go look at his stuff. Um. <laughs> yeah. And my one is Uncle Dijon, which I think is a follow because I just find his comedy quite funny. Um, he's very obviously just dry, taking the piss out of fucking everything. But it's it's manly comedy, not manly comedy. It's just funny. I enjoy the ones. I don't know the ones that have got like over like a million views or whatever. Um, there's one like it's how to the the classic ones he got like famous for. I think was like how to survive five minutes for one of these for a hundred dollar gift card, and it'll be like monkey, snake bear and cheetah and how to kill them but his um it's like classic what's the video game what would it be like um like mortal kombat like really shit your street kombat. fighter 2 kind of thing yeah like graphics of like it's really well done he's just really funny so i'm enjoying uncle D- under uncle underscore dijon he's a video creator survival pro um so yeah it's it's funny trust me um but it's yeah it's just stupid bloke comedy essentially lovely dan all right i'm glad i know exactly what you're doing so i can plan plan your demise so i know exactly what's happening in dan's week so i know when to message him when he's most stressed now and then when to take the piss and yes sorry i ignore your text anyway i know you do it's fine it's the only time we talk to each other this week uh we're getting to the getting to the end Look at that, 55 minutes. minutes. Oh, we're definitely over 55 minutes. We're about an hour. Um, enough, but I wouldn't have known without this helpful clock. So mm-hmm. <laughs> couldn't have looked at the clock in the top right-hand corner of my laptop, but yeah, it's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, any other business? Not for me, no. No. Not for me either. Nothing. How boring. As, as we know, there's nothing happening in the fitness world at the moment, apart from international fitness summits that we didn't go to. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Other than that, all good. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.